Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Wow, met fellow adventurers. Whilst my other characters are busy taking part in the archery tournament. And they might go quite far. Quite far. We'll see. We'll see. Sir Croakington isn't skilled enough to do that yet. So he's just doing the normal quests. Because they're a lot more fun. And a lot more rewarding, usually. I mean, if you win, it's slightly different. But if you don't win, and not so much, anyway. We're in Talonus. And time to do the adventure called The Wounded Horseman. Blood seeps through the horseman's tunic. Tunic as he gingerly clutches. Clutches. (laughs) Clutches at his side as he relates to you the horrifying tidings from the remote town of Eastfell. Here we go. An early afternoon stroll along a wooded road within sight of the outer wall of Tannanus takes an interesting turn, when from around a bend ahead a lone rider suddenly appears, heading west at a frantic clip. You stand at the edge of the road and watch as the rider approaches. He's within twenty yards when he tugs on the reins of the brown mare he is riding and draws up alongside you. I guess I'm a lot more visible with my shiny play armour on. The grey-bearded rider greets you with a curt nod. He's about to speak when he suddenly clutches at his midsection and almost doubles over in agony. He teeters back and forth in the saddle and you rush forward. Using telekinesis to take hold of his arms to prevent him from toppling off. 
off. Wait, I don't have telekinesis yet. Oh, I don't know. Elementalism or something. I, I, I somehow... Yeah, yeah, probably. I get an elemental to hold him instead. Yeah. Your eyes were immediately drawn to his tunic. The worn garment is heavily stained with blood. The man gasps loudly and leans against the, the neck of his steed to steady himself. Pay me no mind. These will heal. He quotes weakly. Just a moment. Please, just give me one moment. I bear. Ill tidings from Eastfell, he says when his breath returns. The town was attacked this morning, and the watchtower was taken. I wired to Talonus to find a Captain Yost in North Barracks, and have him wired to Eastfell with a hundred men. You've heard of Eastfell, a small, remote town, east and north of Talonus, on the edge of a rugged patch of wood known as Tornbyre Thick. Intrigued and horrified by the man's story, you immediately press him for more information. And he readily provides you with it. He tells you that early this morning, just after dawn had broken, an army of goblins, but like no goblins he had ever seen, poured out of the wooded hills north of Eastfell and stormed the watchtower on the eastern edge of town. The watchtower houses a garrison of our king's soldiers, he said. Eastfell is a remote place, surrounded by rugged country, and the soldiers serve alongside our own militia, keeping the area safe. You learn the soldiers and the militia were overwhelmed, and the watchtower quickly fell to the hands of the marauding creatures. Some of the goblins, he told you, ventured into the eastern half of town and attacked those townfolks who had not already fled for the safety of the hills. Three of us left on horseback, the quest of one of the surviving soldiers, were to get help in telling us. Captain Yost, I am to seek out. Well, then go on and get worse, my friend. My friend, only a couple of miles back to the east, the three of us went afoul of some highwaymen. I managed to escape, all thanks to the fleet feek of this gal beneath me. But my companions were dragged from their horses. I shudder to think what's become of them. Without hesitation, realising the gravity situation, you tell the man that you will go to Eastfell at once and do what you can to help his people and what remains of his defenders. But surely you would do better to help me with me, he says, a pleading voice, obviously taken aback by war. There's what can one toad hope to? The man, so the eyes, the man's eyes suddenly widen and he exhales sharply. Crokington, or I'm much mistaken, he says, staring at you in disbelief. Well, pay no mind to my rambling. There's one, one person in the entire kingdom who could... He abruptly stops speaking and slowly and unsteadily climbs out of the saddle and hands you the reins of his horse. You're right to go and hope, he says, and I dare say most able. It takes only one voice to raise the alarm. Let that voice be mine. You may also bear news to the men who remained that I have reached the city. Take my mare. She is a swift mount. I pray that she carries you safely. There was something else I nearly forgot, says the man, suddenly short of breath. He leans up against a horse. You take hold of his arms to help steady him. 
A sorceress, he finally continues. Her face is painted and she wields powerful magic. The soldiers who survived the attack on the tower said that her blasts of fire tore through the, their brothers in arms. And those the flames didn't fell. The goblin creatures did. The man's description of the fire-wielding mage does not sit well with you. The thought of humans in league with goblins, or other such wicked creatures, is always unsettling. There was something about the painted face that, you're, that you feel casts a far more sinister shadow over the events in Eastfell. So now I can use Westeration, well, to Westor, or not. Okay, restoration. Oh, it failed. Well, that, that's a... Well, you know what that means. Quit without saving, because... Well, I might as well. Okay, going to do this adventure again. Fortunately, there's been no checks yet, so I can just quickly click through. Alright, uh, restoration... Oh, I failed again. Okay, third time's a charm. I mean, if this was later in the level, I would just take it. But if it's so early, it doesn't really... It's not really a much of a bother to start again. Because obviously you don't have to read all the stuff the second time. Use restoration. Call upon it. Succeeded. 16 XP to restoration. Channeling your power of restoration, you are able to almost completely heal the more serious of the man's several wounds. He stares in astonishment as the wide gash across his open torso slowly shrinks to his hardly more than a shallow scratch. By the old father! He explains repeatedly as the process is repeated a few more times. He thanks you over and over as he gazes from his healed wounds and back to you in disbelief. Realising there is no time to be wasted, instruct him to continue on to the city. City is to fetch all the hope he can. You promise him as you prepare to depart. You attempt to find out the fates of his companions. My prayers go with you, and I hope luck does as well, he says. As you climb into the saddle and turn your newfound steed to the east. With the final wave, the man departs. Hoeing as fast as his legs will allow. Along the last stretch of the of road towards Talonus. You know, you know with absolute certainty, you must head with all possible haste for Eastfell. If all that the man has said is true, you alone may be in the best position to steadily come to the aid of its people. At the very least, guide them out of peril. As you prepare to set out for the remote town east of Tanlus, realise, based on what the wounded rider has told you, that danger likely awaits you not only in Eastfell, but along the very road that will lead you there. Please note, to travel to Eastfell, choose the travel option in Tanlus, and select Eastfell from the list of nearby locations. And that finishes... The introductory section of this quest for 32 experience to general. Which means I can save. And now let's go travel our way to Eastfell. Just near Talonus. You're less than two miles from Talonus, bound for Eastfell. 
when the forest road along which you're riding suddenly becomes the scene of an ambush. A group of six rugged-looking men leap out of the woods on both sides, brandishing swords and axes. The men brushfully demand, gruffly demand your gold and possessions, promising you some particularly painful consequences should you refuse to comply. Well, I could try to flee, but they'll just be in the way again. So, gotta deal with these guys. It's just quicker just to plow through them than go round. Hold your ground and engage the bandits. Your apparent lack of fear in the face of the sudden assault seems to have somewhat unnerved the two Ironmen. Turning in your saddle, you engage the two bandits closest to you hoping to put them down before they cause harm to either you or your horse. I'm fighting two bandits. I'm fighting from the saddle, so I have an advantage. I'm not quite sure what that means. Maybe you get a, maybe their MRs lowered a bit. I guess that's it. Begin combat. So I could subdue or kill. Well, I'll subdue them for now. I'll, I'll, I'll just tie them up, let the proper authorities deal with them. The bandits swipe at you with their short swords. And I stab with my long knife. And they are slain. Oh yeah, I bet you like that, slain people. But you didn't! You got to subdue! You subdued, you little murderous knife, you. Yeah, yeah, you, you bet you forgot how to do that. You're all about the murder, aren't you? Glittering long knife. To XB. Your decisive defeat of the two bandits breaks the will of the other highwaymen, who quickly scatter and flee into the forest on either side of the road. The two men you've you've batted into submission stagger to their feet and leap off after the departed companions. Oh, you weren't supposed to escape! Oh, well, well, you better go straight! Okay, because if you do crimes, you'll probably bump into me again. And you know, I, you never know, I might not even have the option of sparing you next time. Only a few yards off the road to the north, you discover two men lying on their sides, their arms and legs bound with thick, crude rope. You will three them, and they painfully rise to their feet, thanking you repeatedly for saving them from their less than hospitable captors. As you suspected, these two men were companions of the wounded rider, who related to you the terrible news from Eastfell. For a few minutes, when they've sufficiently recovered from their ordeal, you tell them to return to Talos, and make certain that help is fetched to Eastfell with all possible haste. You're brave to be heading out that way, as one of the men as they depart. Our prayers go with you, need more than that for what you'll find there, I fear. Both men call after you, wishing you luck, as you gallop off off to the east, eager to reach Eastfell without further delay. Well, good. All three of them. All three of them are gone to Talonus, so aid is definitely going to come. Of course, my intention is that by the time the aid turns up, the problem will be resolved and they'll have nothing to do but, you know, clean up. You know, drag away all the bodies, 
bury the humans, burn the goblins, probably repair a lot of stuff. And, you know, wipe all the blood off. Because there'll be a lot of blood. I don't know what colour goblin blood is in this. Could be red, could be green, could be blue, could be any colour. Maybe it has a nice rainbow shade. <laughs> Although I think someone they would have noted that. Who knows, who knows. I mean, I think it's definitely... Well, well, well we don't know. Just imagine it as whatever colour you find the most fun. The miles fall away, and you soon find yourself moving through the hilly fields, separated by bands of thick forest that mark the outskirts of the town of Eastville. Within sight of some of the town's first outlying settlements, when you come across a group of men, women and children, speeding west along the road in a bouncy wagon drawn by two large horses. Well, at least some people got out. Not that way, stranger, shouts the man holding the reins as the wagon hurdles past. To the hills, south and west. Follow along if you need to. You turn and watch as the wagon continues at its breakneck pace to at last disappears around the bend of the road. It would seem that the townsfolk have fled, or in the process of fleeing, from Eastfell in the wake of the attack. Begin to wonder what you'd like to find upon your arrival in the town. We're alerted to movement ahead on the road. Three short, green-skinned creatures are slowly moving up to the middle of the road towards you. They've obviously spotted you, but their approach appears to be deliberately cautious. First, you believe them to be goblins. You suddenly realise these cool creatures are clever claws. A rare, particularly cool breed of goblin that were born out of dark sorcery many ages ago. And there's a link for Clavacores. Clavacores are small humanoids, about two-thirds the size of the average human, that are closely related to goblins. They're thick, leathery skin-like goblins, which is almost always a deep shade of green. These vile creatures are almost certainly the product of some dark sorcery many ages ago. Their name is derived from the long, sharp, stone-hard claws that protrude from each of their thumbs. These two thumbs serve as effective natural weapons that all claws are adept at using. claws are not known to seek out confrontation with humans, as some other goblin species do, but instead prefer to hide themselves away in some dark, remote place where they can be left to their own affairs. When they feel their domain has been violated, however, they become savage and deadly enemies, so... Don't violate their domain, then. Okay? If I see their domain, I'll try not to do any violating. But, you know, sometimes it happens. Note. Should be noted, however, that in some instances, clavicles will be fouled in the employ of a powerful personal creature. Usually someone or something they fear. In such cases, they will fiercely defend their master. That must be that sorceress. Yep, she probably just turned up. Turned up to the goblin society. Blast! 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 Follow me now or I will continue to blast you. And they're like, okay. 
Though Clavicraws normally prefer, prefer to avoid combat with all other species, though they are sometimes found in the surface of a more powerful creature. You quickly recall the wounded widers mention the fire-wielding woman with the painted face. The three Clavicraws continue their slow and cautious events until, without warning, they break into a large charge, snarling viciously as they bear down on you with unnerving speed. So I've got quite a few options here. Hold my ground and meet their advance. Use horsemanship, gating, illusion or archery. Hmm, I'm going to give horsemanship a go. It succeeded. 16 XP to horsemanship. Urging your steed into a gallop. You charge along the road directly towards the trio of Claws. The vicious creatures shriek in alarm as you bear down on them and, s- and scatter, fleeing to the forest on both sides of the road. Wasting no time, you ride at the hastened clip towards the heart of Eastfell. Good horse. Good horse. You ride at the outskirts of the Eastfell and find a town that bears all the signs of having been recently deserted. Scattered odds and belong- scattered belongings in various odds and ends lie sewn about the main road leading through the town, and several horses wander freely along the edges of the wide thoroughfare. After dismounting and tethering your steed to a post inside the small stable, you proceed cautiously along the road on foot towards the centre of town. Haven't gone far when you arrive at the spot where the street has been barricaded by a large pile of wooden stone. A group of 14 men are gathered behind the barricade and they turn and watch as you approach. Four of them appear to be Titan soldiers. It is one of these men who step forward and address you. You introduce yourself to the man and he immediately welcomes you. He tells you the situation is grim. We are honoured by our president, Sir Crokington, he says. But I'm afraid we'll need an army for what lies east of here. There's easily a hundred of those creatures. Maybe more in the watchtower east of town. And who's to say more of them haven't poured out the hills since this morning? We're hoping they don't sweep this way in any large numbers. Or we'll be forced to retreat. And the town is lost, he continues. The matter is about, about to begin relating to the events unfolded here in this morning, when you promptly interrupt with him with the news that you'll surely be welcomed, welcomed by all. You, you tell the men you, that you met their messenger on the road outside Talentless. They all seem immensely relieved. The help will surely arrive soon, says one of the soldiers. Can't come soon enough. If any large number of these creatures come this way, to fall back or die defending this pile of wood and rubble. The men will ask you what they've already learned from the wounded wider you met near Tannus. The watchtower east of town, which tells the garrison of Tyson soldiers, of, of which the four behind the barricade of all that remain, was overrun just after dawn by a large force of the vicious claws swept out of the wooded hills to the north. Sorceress was with them, grumbled one of the militiamen, his face squeaked with sweat and grime. Imagine one of our own... Imagine one of our own in the league with that lot! 
She hides behind her painted face. But she can't hide her heart. She must be as black as those of the beasts she lords over. Fire overwhelmed us, says one of the soldiers, who shows you his fame back and shields. Three of her fire spears nearly wiped us all out before we could bring our arms to bear. The description of the sorcerer's worries you. You're immediately certain there's more to this business than just a random attack by savage creatures of the wild on a remote town. Whatever her sinister intentions are, we saw we do what you can to see that they will never come to fruition. When you tell the men you have every intention taking the fight to the enemy that's taken hold of the watchtower in the eastern portion of town, your announcement is immediately met with scepticism and words of caution. You do best to wait here with us, says one of the soldiers, cautiously peeking over the top of the barricade towards the eastern part of town. Hope will tell us we'll arrive soon enough. Then we'll then, and we'll take the fight to these murderous creatures. Going out there in small numbers or worse yet, alone, is to invite death. You tell the men you feel may arrive too late, and they leave the clever claws and a mysterious master, so their own devices in the tower only serves to strengthen the enemy position. And also, I really, really want to stab some goblins. Gotta stab some goblins! Stab the goblins! Your words are met with silence. Eastfell is deserted, save for the handful of soldiers and the few brave militia that remain barricaded behind a makeshift wall of logs and stones. Nothing moves in the western half of town. Now this is a safe area where I can rest and I can save and well and you can train your skills and all, all the good stuff, all the good stuff. The fourteen men, including four soldiers who survived the attack on the watchtower, have resolved to await here. Wait here, defending the roads of the west, while they wait for hope to arrive from Talonus. None of them dare head into the eastern portion of the town, where they say that roving bands of clavicles make such an endeavour foolhardy undertaking. Despite their unwillingness to venture out and engage the enemy, they have taken, uh, taken the watchtower east of town, remain awestruck by your willingness to boldly face their danger that lies beyond the largely illusionary safety of the barricade. Alright, well, I'm going to save again. And time to head to the watchtower. I don't think it will be an easy route. There will be enemies, there will be traps, someone's probably going to try to throw fireballs at me. And head to the watchtower. You move furtively through the outskirts of Eastfell, hoping to avoid the roving bands of claws that still prowl the area, as you make your way towards the watchtower on the eastern edge of town. Now we got a check. Bonus of 25. 12 from luck, 6 from feathery, and 7 from woodmanship. Good job I learnt feathery a bit back. It makes the number higher. Pick now. 122. After nearly half a dozen close encounters with roving clavicles, you reach the field on the outskirts of Eastfell, the centre of which stands the watchtower. You stand at the edge of the wide field on the eastern border of Eastfell, 
the centre of which stands the tall, square, wood and stone structure that formerly housed the regiment of Tyson soldiers. What you've learned from the few defenders that remain behind the barricade in Eastvale, the tower is filled with clover claws. You're also told that a fire-wielding sorceress, apparently commanding the foul creatures, is, to belie- is believed to still be in the watchtower. Well, let's approach the tower then. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Your your approach has not gone unnoticed. The tower door suddenly flies open, and eight clavichords rush out across the field towards you. You boldly hold your ground in face of the threatening charge. It's eight clavichords, and this is yellow difficulty, because there's just so many of them. Which means, um, wave touch. Your wave touch sends a deathly chill through the enemy. For 16 damage, they attack me viciously. Wave touch, wave touch, wave touch. Wave touch. Wave touch and wave touch. You have slain your foe. Five XP to necromancy. The eight cavalcores lie dead at your feet. And taking a moment to catch your breath, you carefully survey the town, the field that surrounds it. You stand at the edge of the wild field. Yeah. On the eastern border of the East Valley, the centre of which lies a tall, square, red, wooden stone structure that formerly housed the regiment of Tyson soldiers. Now, however, the tower seems to be infested with clavicles, creatures who invade, invade it and mercilessly slaughtered its defenders. You wear the sorceress those magical flames slew many of the soldiers is still likely to be inside. You've seen, seen eight of the gruesome humanoids, little way of knowing how many yet remain within the tower. Alright, return to the barricade. Return to the barricade and relate to the soldiers and militia who remain stationed there the details of your excursion into the watchtower. In return, the men tell you there have been no sightings of the enemy in this part of the town in your absence. So I can west here. Yep, so this, which is an, 
Which means you can do this dungeon a little bit earlier than you would otherwise. Which also means I can just go... I can go ham, head to the watchtower. Alright, here's that check for getting out of the town. 113. I'm at the east. Alright, I'm at the field. Approach the tower. The approach has apparently not gone unnoticed. The tower door suddenly flies open, and six claws rush across the field towards you. You boldly hold your ground in the face of the threatening charge. There's only six, so now it's green difficulty. It's only a plus five. Easy peasy. They attack you viciously. And are slain. 5xp. The six clavicles lie dead at your feet. Take your moment to catch your breath. You carefully survey the tower and field that surround it. Okay, keep approaching. Your approach is apparently not gone unnoticed. Another six. I'll just slay these as well. And they are slain. That's 20 slain so far. Here's three. Easy peasy. One, two. Oh, well, okay. It took five rounds. I guess I missed two times. Alright, down they go. Approach the tower. Another fly of clavicles fly out of the door. And get themselves killed. As you do. Or as they do. Not as you do. You're smarter than that. You'd have, you'd have attacked in a large number or... More likely, wham the heck away. There's going to be 33 are slain so far. Here's another 6. Down they go. Now 39. 4 more clavicles. Bring us up to 43 slain. Look at the huge numbers of corpses you leave around. I wonder, if you were to tally up all the things you kill in an average run of Swift, even if you excluded the undead, because they're already dead, how many would it be? Probably hundreds of thousands. <laughs> Approach the tower, six clavicles, and they are slain. Unless you've seen Squalo groups where it's a whole bunch at once. Since your last victory over the Clavicles, no more of the hideous creatures have emerged from the tower, leading you to believe that all those bold enough to come out and engage you have already met their fates at your hands. Well, approach the tower. You start across the open field towards the watchtower. You covered less than 20 yards when suddenly your eyes catch sight human silhouette that moves into the view of the topmost window. Only a moment later, a deafening war fills the air as a large fireball hurtles out the window and streaks down towards you. The nerving crackle of the fireball grows louder as a deadly spear of flame rapidly descends upon you. So I've got a couple of options here. Fortery, fortification... Elementalism or dodge? I'll try fortification. Succeeded. The fireball slams into your hastily erected magical barrier and explodes into thousands of red-hot embers that fall harmlessly to the ground. 
but the considerable distance still remained between you and the base of the tower. Your mind races as you hurriedly ponder your next move. Continue! You sprint towards the base of the tower, praying you reach it before you fall victim to one of the fiery bass being hurtled down upon you from the one of the Indians high above. A deafening roar fills the air as the first fireball hurdles out the window and streaks down towards you. The unnerving crackle of the fireball grows louder. The deadly spear of flame descends upon you. Now, elementalism. Succeeded. Powerful air elemental answers your summons and swoops down from on high, directly into the path of the fireball. The elemental for forces the deadly flaming spear off course, and smashes into the ground several yards to your right where it explodes, leaving a shallow crater, and showering you with a cloud of de earth and debris. With a considerable distance still maintaining you in the base of the tower, your mind races, you hurriedly ponder your next move. Continue! You sprint towards the tower, praying you'll reach it before you form. Second fireball now. Alright, try to dodge. Pick a number. Bonus of 26. 20 from agility, 6 from luck. Pick now. 52. You dive forward, turking yourself into a wall, and narrowly dodge the fireball as the turtles passed. The deadly spear of flame smashes into the ground, only a few feet behind you, and explodes. Showing you with chunks of earth in the wake of its powerful detonation. And keep going forward. Third fireball. Uh, fortification. Succeeded. The fireball slams into your hastily erected magical barrier. Explodes into thousands of red hot embers that fall harmlessly to the ground. Continue. Fourth fireball. Elementalism. Succeeded. The elemental... Powerful air elemental answers your summons and swoops down from on high, directly into the path of the fireball. The elemental forces the deadly flaming spear off course, and it smashes into the ground several yards to your right where it explodes, leaving a shallow crater and showering you with a cloud of earth and debris. Alright, keep going forward. Here's number five. Fortification again. You don't get any experience because... reasons. So, because it's a repeatable thing. So, someone could just get elemental blows it off course. Seven fireballs. This is getting ridiculous. It failed. The hurtling spear of flame slams into you and explodes upon impact. Driving you backwards into the ground behind the force of its blast. Eight stamina points lost. Badly singed and dead and severely shaken, but thankful to still be alive, you, you painfully stagger to your feet. Alright, short distance remains. Continue towards the tower. You reach the base of the tower and move up to the door. Before you can lay your hand on its thick timbers, the door flies open. And a massive, one-eyed claw leaps out and lands directly in front of you. The vicious claw creature swipes through its deadly talons, forcing you to drop back and assume a defensive stance. It's a massive one-eyed claw, and it's going to die. This attacks you viciously, I stab it more viciously, and it is slain. 4 XP. The massive claw clutches at the wounds that now reside in its festering torso, collapses to the ground. 
coming to rest face first in the widening pool of his pungent, thick, black blood. Huh, that's what colour blood it has. Wasting no time, you step through the doorway and enter the tower, only to find yourself immediately confronted by a trio of claws. The vicious creatures quickly surround you, the deadly talons, talons swiping out of all sides. Three claws, they're going down, and they are slain. 5xp. Ghastly wails of the dying creatures. Clavicles fill the tower as two more of the ghoulish creatures charge down the stairs on the far wall and rush towards you. It's another two Clavicles. Right, and they are slain. You step back the corpses of the slain Clavicles and cautiously mount the stairs that lead to the tower's second level. After counting, counting 30 steps, you reach the ladding and find yourself in a chamber that exactly mirrors the one below. A sudden movement from across the room draws your attention, and your eyes fall upon a curious and unwelcome sight. Standing on the far side of the chamber, the base of a set of steps leading up to the next level of the tower, is a black-haired woman in red robes, a hideous mask of red and orange paint, eerily conceals her face. A chorus of vicious snarls echo off the walls of the womb as four claws charge down the steps and come to a stand between you and the painted sor- sorceress. The two foremost of the savage creatures rush forward and attack. Ah, stupid goblins, you should have all attacked at once. Wouldn't help you, but I'll be able to kill you quicker. They attack you viciously, they savagely tear into your flesh, and they are slain. The next two claws leap forward, striking at you with their deadly talons as they attempt to tear flesh from bone. Two claws attack you viciously, as they are wont to do, but they are still slain, as they are even more wont to do. You look up from the corpse of the slain claws only to see the tail end of the sorceress's robe disappearing from view at the top of the steps. Wasting no time, you bound up the stairs after her. As you reach the next level of the tower, you find yourself confronted by the target of your pursuit. A cool gaze stabs at you from behind the murderous mask of red and orange that lines her face, sending a shudder to the length of your spine. Without, without a word, she levels the, her left hand at you and stretches wide her fingers. The palm of her hand erupts a massive fireball. The spear of flame surges across the chamber towards you. So, I have two options. I could dodge or use elementalism. If fortification was higher than 30, I could use that. I'll use elementalism. Here we, Here we go. Ah, succeeded. 4x speed to elementalism. A pair of fat, powerful air elementals sweep in through the window high on the tower wall and waste into the path of the hurtling fireball. The massive spear of flame is pushed off course and smashes into the tower wall to your left. A powerful detonation showers you with a cloud of stone fragments and dust, but you're otherwise unharmed. The sorceress turns and pushes up the steps towards the top layer top level of the tower, so pursue her, or leave the tower. 
bit of healing first. Pursue it to the next level. You dash up the steps. Stairs on the heels of the painted sorceress. Eager to prevent her from either escaping or fetching any more of her foul minions. Spinning up the last few steps. You leap into the topmost chamber of the tower. The far side of which hovers a tall, swirling black portal. Oh dear. Strewn across the floor of this room. Lying between the sorceress and, and the portal. And the bloodied corpses of three slain soldiers. No doubt victims of the Clavlaclaw assault on the tower. The sorceress rushes towards the portal. But you have no intention of letting her escape. I've got quite a few options here. I could use gating, archery. If I had telekinesis I could use it. I could use illusion, necromancy. Rush forward and try to stop her, or remain where I am. Hmm. The highest chance of success is gating, so I'll use that. Succeeded. 8 XP to gating. Calling upon your power of gating, you focus on the portal. The swirling black gate whipples violently for a moment, and then suddenly vanishes. You have successfully closed the portal and prevented the sorceress from escaping. Good, good. The sorceress scowls as he steps forward, brandishing a dagger clutched in her bony hands. You manage to dodge the first two swipes and quickly counter with your own attack. It's the painted sorceress herself. And she has to die. Fortunately, she's a free plus, so once I've got past all her minions and her fireballs, she's not that tough. Well, but mangers usually are squishy. And she is slain. 36 XP. The sorceress opens her mouth as if to scream. But no sound emerges. Instead, she slumps silently to the floor. And does not move again. You have little doubt. That the painted sorceress used the portal she encountered in the domain. She used such a portal as you encountered in this chamber. To gate in the clavicles that ravage Eastfell. Her purpose for taking the watchtower remains unclear. You're convinced this is not a random or isolated incident. Hmm. I'm guessing if you take a watchtower from a town that's on the route to Talonus, it leaves an area, and it leaves a gap. Where they can't see what's coming to the capital city. A gap perhaps you could sneak an army through. That's my guess. Your imagination flirts with countless dark and uninviting explanations for the events that transpired here. You're about to descend from the chamber when you suddenly spot a wooden box lying in the corner. Next to the body of a slain soldier. The box has no lock. And you cautiously flip up the thin lid to reveal its contents. Resting at the bottom of the box is a thin iron wad, a silver wing, two kepek elixirs and a leather pouch. You pick up the leather pouch and empty its contents into your hands. Eight adventurer tokens spill into your upturned palm. Nice. Decide to take all the items in the box. 
We've got another the Kepek Elixirs, same as always. Unidentified Silver Wing. This small silver wing bears no markings. You're certain is magical in nature. Unidentified iron what? Strange markings. I'll etched onto the surface of this otherwise plain wad. This wad is of common quality. Well, it'll probably be better once I've identified it. Confident you've not overlooked anything, and eager to return to Eastvale bearing news of your victory over the sorceress and her minions, you quickly make your way out of the tower and head back towards town. You pass back into Eastvale and proceed along the main road towards the centre of town. As you approach the stretch of road on which the barricade has been erected, you're greeted by a welcome, if somewhat untimely, sight. Six dozen, border, six dozen mounted Tyson soldiers and another dozen horsed border rangers are slowly trotting along the main road leading through town. Wait a minute. We asked for a hundred, and this is only seventy-two. I guess more, more, more to come later. The man at the head of the regiment spots you and rides forward to greet you. He introduces himself as Captain Yost, when you relate to him the details of your victory over the Claverclaws and the painted sorceress. He shakes his head and stares at you in disbelief. Well then. Let is enough be said of our untimely arrival, he thounds. But how could how could one person go against up against such odds and the captain eyes narrow and he appears at you cautiously. Ah should have recognized you at once, says Captain Yost, sitting up straight in the saddle. Are there any other toad adventures going around? Maybe. Well met indeed, Sir Quokington. It's all up for me to say I know you. Not just of you. Captain Yoss tells you he and his men will now begin to help the townsfolk the clean-up in the wake of these horrific events. The borders rangers divide into two groups and set up at once to scout the surrounding countryside in case any of the vicious clavicles still prowl the area. Well, there's at least three. The three that I scared off by charging my horse at them, so... You should probably deal with them, unless they ran into a bear or something. Or, or, or were mauled by, by giant bugs or a huge spider. The soldiers ride towards the eastern edge of town, where they will begin to clean up the carnage that surrounds the tower. It's a duty we accept with pleasure, grins Captain Yost. Yost, I wish you safety in your travels, Sir Crokington. And may the All-Father guide and protect you. We cannot possibly thank you for enough for all that you have done here today. When the soldiers have gone, you proceed to the stables, where you're pleased to find, find the mare still tethered where you left her. She stamps impatiently as you untie the wains and saddle for her for the long, wide whack back to Talonus. As you trot out of these folk, you can't help but wonder how long it will be before knife... The small town returns to normal. Somehow, you doubt it ever truly will. You covered just over the half distance to Talos when you once again, when you once again encounter the wider whose timely arrival marked the beginning of your perilous adventure in Eastvale. 
He's riding east along the road at a good clip, but draws up next to you with an anxious look upon his face. Tell me the fight is not lost, he cries, apparently assuming the worst. Oh, a regiment of soldiers rode out of the city hours ago. Have you seen them pass? When you relate to them all that transpired in Eastville, he exhales deeply and shakes his head. Surely the blood of Seer runs through you, he cries. Hardly be plain fate that led to our meeting. This very road at the outset of these terrible events. There's a greater hand in all, in all this, I'm certain of it. The man leans over and meets you in a shoulder cross. He has to lean over a lot. It's very difficult. He thanks you repeatedly and then with a smirk asks if you can have his horse back. You swap horses with him and he waves as he rides off along the east atop his beloved steed. On the back of your new mount you continue west along the road at a leisurely pace. The brilliant amber and crimson hues of the settling sun dazzle your eyes as the road passes over the back of a low hill and the hearty outer wall of the Tysus capital looms into view at the edge of your sight. Congratulations, Sir Crookington. Your victory over the painted sorceress and her foul clavicore minions has saved the town of Eastfell from a gruesome fate. Your heroic efforts on behalf of the town's eternally grateful residents will never be forgotten. Alright. 1,024 experience to general and 128 experience to all skills and powers. And that puts me right back in Talonus. We got some identified items, which means it's time to identify them. We got a Sorceress's Battle Wing and an Iron Wad. Let's have a closer look at these now. That's a melee rating of 5. It's magical. Of course it is. And has the skill of Minor Flame. Strange markings are etched onto the surface of this otherwise plain iron wad. This weapon is of magical quality. Alright, I don't know. Well, I won't be able to use it because it's too big. I'm all about the da- I'm all about the daggers. And then this ring. Sorceress's battle wing. So, one melee waiting. Two stamina points, one Neville Reserve. I think... No, I don't think that will replace anything I have. This is the enchanted silver wing you took from the chest in the watchtower in Eastfell. In all likelihood, it was the property of the painted sorceress you encountered there. Let's see we got... Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Not, not good enough to replace anything I have yet now. Maybe if I, if I came here a bit earlier, it probably would have. But now, not so much. I mean, it does boost one Neville Reserve, which is definitely something to consider. But it's an early game wing, so it has early game... Well, well, it's an early development of the game wing, so it has early development of the game stats. So, so what shall I do next? There is more things in Talos, but I don't feel like doing that. 
Well, oh wait, there's one thing I can do with this, with these, with this extra experience. I can train weaponry to level 50, and weaponry stabbing also to level 50. And that puts, puts my MR at 81. Yeah, what to do next? Hmm. Hmm. Let's see, I kind of want... Wait, did I ever get that, eight, that 80 in war... In Warfoot? Right, wait, get in. Yeah, yeah, I did. Hmm. Yeah, I, I did get the AT in Warford. Because that's the easiest ATs in the game to get. So, what to do next? I think... Hmm. Well, I'm not quite sure. Anyway, I probably will go to... Hawklaw and do the Blizzard in the Hills adventure. See how far along I can get with that. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.